Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Um Talk Unboxed. I hope you guys are all doing fine. I hope your month has been going well. We know that Valentine's just passed and um I know some of you received gifts. Um some of us didn't receive gifts. We were just like, you know, on the side of people that were just like admiring and being like, "Hey mama, you got this and I didn't get this." But um I hope you enjoyed your gifts. I hope if you did not receive gifts, you were able to um probably share your love with somebody that's not um like an intimate partner or somebody that you don't see in that way. Um and I hope you're keeping your mental health in check and staying safe and yeah I hope everything else is going fine if you're in school if you're working um if you're on your vacation as you listen to this I hope I keep saying I hope but I hope that everything is going fine with your life um so today we are going to be talking about communication in relationships and work in the workplace so I do have two guests with me today um and I'm going to ask them to introduce themselves. You can just tell us your name and something unique about yourself that you'd like the listeners to know. So um, anyone can go first. Uh, hi, my name is Tendo. Um, I, sorry, before I even go further, I like to ask questions. Mm-hmm. So Gina, as you told me to call you, uh, where are you from? I'm Uganda. I'm from Uganda. Oh, okay. For some reason, I thought I had you say the word safe or something. I'm like safe. Anyways, uh, that's besides the point. Um, yeah, my name is Tendo, and I like to ask questions. Mm-hmm. I like to, yeah, basically. Yeah, but I live in Canada, so <laughs> that's mm, okay. I'm here with Karen, but yeah, but yeah, do you have anything unique about yourself that you would like to say? <clears throat> um, unique about myself. I'm an artist. I make music, mm-hmm. and yeah, I'm an entertainer, actually. That's something I think is unique about me. Okay, awesome. That's, yeah. the, that's what I was trying to pull out from you because I knew it. Oh, you succeeded. <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, Karen, can you go next? Hi, my name is Karen. <clears throat> Hi, Karen. Something, something, unique, something unique about myself. <clears throat> Sorry, um, I'm an I'm an I'm an artist too, Mama. I write as well. I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. Many things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> many Send things. my love. Send my love. Yeah, I'm. I'm many things. Um, yeah, that, that that's a single I have. Send, send my love, and um, yeah. Yes, guys, you should check out Karen's music and um, Papa T's music. It, I think it's available on all platforms, right? Like streaming platforms. Oh yeah. Um. So, yes. so someone someone said that my name is Papa T, or is it seen somewhere? No, I already know your name. <laughs> Sorry, guys, I'm Tendo. I don't know who this Papa T <laughs> person is. Tendo, Tendo is an artist. Papa T is a is a persona of Tendo. Okay. But anyway, anyway, anyway. So, man, guys, don't let me chair your meeting because I may end up chairing <laughs> the podcast by okay. mistake. No worries. I'm going to take control again. Um, but yeah, thank you for sharing. Um, we are so happy. Not we. I am so happy to have you on the podcast today. Thank you so much for taking time out of your lives to be here. Um, and just um, Karen, do you want to say something? I feel like you want to, but I'm not sure. Yes. So okay. um, <laughs> send my love is under okay. So for for the purposes of music, I use Shirabo, which is also my other first name. 
S-H-E-R-A-B-O. So the artist is Shirabo. The title is Send My Love. Yeah. And um, I just go by Karen, day-to-day life. Like, if you meet me on the street, I'll be like, hi, my name is Karen. I won't say it's Shirabo. Though some people want, like to use Shirabo. Or yeah, my... We call you Nava. Or, yeah, they call me Nava. Okay. Oh, when I'm, when I'm in mm. they call me Nava. <laughs> Depending. Yeah. So, in case, don't to confuse the people who are going to listen, we're the same people. We just have a lot of names and a lot of different um, <clears throat> alter egos. Yeah, we have our, yeah, our alter egos. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I have only sure. one. Only one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure to tag, um, not tag, but like mention your names when I um, post this. Um, but yeah. Uh, okay, so now just going to go straight into the topic. Um, so today we're going to be talking about communication, as I already said, and in two different aspects. So the first one is going to be in relationships, and the second one is going to be in um, the workplace setting. So we all know that communication is very, very important. Um, it's sort of one of the key factors that you need to um, employ in your relationships in order for them to be to grow and just to be successful and just to be, um, to build trust and all that stuff. And the first question which I had written down, which is going to, which I'm going to ask you guys to share your opinions and your views on it is, why do you think vulnerability is important in relationships? The reason why I ask this question is because I feel like in order for us to be, um, in order for us to communicate properly with people, we need to be vulnerable. So. As a person, as an individual, why do you feel, and I'll ask Karen to go first, why do you think it's important for people to be vulnerable with each other in whatever relationship it is, whether it's your friend, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your parents, whatever it is, why do you think it's important? <clears throat> so I'll first start by defining uh, what vulnerability means to me. Mm-hmm. So vulnerability is showing your true self, so that part view that the part of you that people don't see on a day-to-day like people wear faces when they go to work they go to school and um only like your real ones no no like there's what we call the real ones like there's Mm -hmm. a part your real ones know about you Mm -hmm. yeah your day ones know that people don't see so it's important to um be real first of all to yourself Mm -hmm. um it's because you can't lie. It's not good to lie to yourself. Yeah. yeah. So it's important to be real to yourself. Then you know how to be real to others. And it's important to be real to those you want to form a real connection with, like long-term connection with. Mm-hmm. So with friends and family and <clears throat> romantic partners, you definitely um have to be real so that they can know how to meet you like halfway. You can't mm-hmm. tell someone, I like... You can tell someone I like Matoke and just because you want them to, you know, because they like Matoke, too, you say I like Matoke. I've seen people do these things. Like someone is going to meet a girl, they are vibing her, he's going to put on a whole other picture. He's going to be like, I like Matoke. I don't expect you to do A, B, C, D. Mm-hmm. They start dating. A few months down the road, she sees another side. She's like, what, what happened? And because this person was scared that if they show who they really are, like if they are vulnerable, this girl won't say yes. 
but you never know so you have to be vulnerable so that people can meet your expectations yeah i know possess that expectations low so that people don't disappoint you but either way you can be disappointed so like what i do i just let you know like if you do something i don't i don't like i'll be like hey i don't like this mm-hmm. um it's not nice to do this mm-hmm. yeah so now my expectation is that since i told you what i don't like how i feel about about certain things how certain things can trigger me um like how raising um your voice is like kind of triggering like mm-hmm. if if someone watch raise their voice <clears throat> So when you're talking to me, even if I pissed you off, I wouldn't expect you to raise your voice because I did not grow up in an environment where police raise their voices at me. So it scares me a lot. I'm not used to fighting. I still wanna. <laughs> so now my expectation would be you as, for example, my partner, I wouldn't expect you to be raising your voice at me. I wouldn't expect you to want a girl who's going to flex like Oh. Yeah, example when girls are going to flex, who's going to fight? So what do you, what do you mean by flex? Like fighting or like flexing? Fighting, fighting swag. Like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Fighting, not flexing, swag. <laughs> but you, but you would still flex, right? Like swag and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We okay, can okay, okay, that okay. Swag, but just confirming. Eh? Throwing bottles, those things. Eh? <laughs> so yeah, it's important. It's important to tell people who you really are. Yeah, yeah that's it. I, I agree with you, Karen. And I was we talked about this like a few weeks ago, like being able to tell people what your expectations are or not expectations, but like what kind of person you are is very important. Like how your previous relationships were, if you had like um someone you were close to and you did certain things with them and your friendship has like grown and blossomed into something else because of the way you guys are communicating. And in this other relationship, you have this person that's not doing certain things um and you're also just keeping quiet and you're not saying them i think that's very important because we talked about this i say this i've been in friendships and relationships where it's like you know one-sided and i'm just there with myself thinking um expecting this person to do certain things but i'm not communicating it's in my brain but like i'm not saying anything so i think what you've said is very important um tendo do you mind sharing what you think um why you think vulnerability is important in relationships Um, okay, I think it's important because it exposes one's true self, mm. right? It exposes, um, it's, it's transparency basically to me because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's transparency, it's openness. It is, um, basically if, if I allow myself to be vulnerable, it means I don't have to pretend at any point. Mm. there's there's no pretending if if we've gone somewhere and someone has said something about me and i've heard and i don't like it i can come to you and be like man damn i'm feeling weak because of what Mm. someone has said but if i'm not vulnerable i'll just act like "Ah, you know what then probably i'll be pissed about it Mm -hmm. for you know for a while simply because i've not had anyone to be vulnerable enough around and it's important because most of the times we carry heavy burdens on our shoulders yeah. simply because, you know, on our shoulders, in our hearts, simply because we refuse to be vulnerable. Many times people look at vulnerability as a, a sign of weakness. Yet to me, um, that, that thing that you call weakness or that thing that you call vulnerability, I would relate it to, you see, they say uh, for a relationship to work well, 
it's not about it's not about dependence you know it's not about depending on someone i think that's that's a thing that also women fear a lot mm. with being vulnerable is because they think oh now i have to depend on someone but you know it's it, it's 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 not really like that because the way it's supposed to work yeah. is you guys are supposed to depend on each other not in the sense that you need me and i need you i could be able to do without you right but i just prefer not to have to yeah. you understand so it's kind of like it's with vulnerability you're able to allow someone else to help you in yeah. times when you 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 know you'd be exhausted like you could be here working yourself of you know 100% 100% every day simply because you've chosen to you know not expose your vulnerability yet if you decided you know what i don't need to do 100% every day someone else can come in and step in and help me out in this aspect so that i can build elsewhere so i think it takes a vulnerable person mm-hmm. to allow and you know it's obviously when you're vulnerable in a good way not vulnerable in in you know because there's extremes to everything yeah you can't be vul- too 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 vulnerable to the point that it looks like you're insecure all the time so yeah basically that's what i think that's why i think it's important because uh you get to be yourself all the time yeah i think i like that i like that and i agree with i agree with you sometimes we can get vulnerable and we start being toxic or we just start being too much like it's just like you know it's it goes out of hand so I, i actually like that um so the next question i mean to ask you guys to share your opinion on is um in any of your previous relationships um has there ever been a time where you feel like you made mistakes in terms of your communication? So maybe you were a type of person that you weren't, um, you were not, you had not yet started being vulnerable or you just used certain types of language that were offensive or were like degrading or would just like affect the other person's, um, affect the other person mentally. Um, and yeah, so do you feel like there's any um, ways you personally affected or caused with um, conflict because of the way you are communicating with your significant other. Tendo, can you go first? Yeah, I was actually going to ask to go first because I think I could have forgotten my answer. Um, <clears throat> I realized um, the times I, I realized I wasn't being like a intentional or affectionate enough. Mm-hmm towards the person I was dating because for them it was kind of like um we 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 were kind of seeing things differently right so for me it would the person would kind of want okay man I've I've ditched my friends to come and see you but you don't seem to recognize that or uh you know why don't why don't we plan you know why don't we plan things like you never you never surprise the person basically liked surprises and all the you know yeah basically mm-hmm. just being like you know that super romantic guy and to me uh it wasn't a problem 
but it's not something I was used to seeing. Mm-hmm. So most of the time to me, it felt like, let me do it when I feel like it, mm-hmm. you, you see. But to her, it was kind of like, oh man, how do you even come back from Canada? You don't get me anything you get. But me, I'm thinking like, bruh, I've been, you know, I've been, I've just been around like supporting you the whole time, whatever you needed. So me not thinking about getting you something, I just thought, man, okay, you know what? I've been doing a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. So in a way, it was a situation whereby I wasn't, I would say, vulnerable to the point whereby I'm trying to sit myself down to make someone happy just out of the blue. You know, those are the things I never used to like think of that much, like, oh, just do a nice random thing. I would think of it, but then, you know, it wasn't like so what she had wanted. Then I realized, you know, perhaps I'm just being, you know, I just have to understand her love language. Mm-hmm. and yeah and that's, that's the kind of person so we had to communicate about that we had to you know talk and understand that oh okay it's not like she's she was materialistic but she it was just supposed to like show her that you you thought about her mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. basically well that's good I like that you understood that that was her love language and it was not just like you know how wanting mm-hmm. to do, constantly do stuff. Well, I like that because people have different forms. I like that you brought the, the topic of love language because that's a very important thing in relationships. Sometimes people think that, oh, us hanging out together is the only thing that's going to um, make our relationship you know, be sustainable or just be, yeah. grow and connect more. But it's more than that. You have to um, put in all those aspects of the love languages that people usually do. So... I do like that. Um, Karen, do you want to share if there's a time that you have caused conflict or you have had conflict in your relationship because you are not communicating well? Mm-hmm. Tell us. Hello. <laughs> so I'm going to um, talk about um, my relationships with my friends in the past when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, so... <clears throat> By the way, if you're talking about me, let it be known. (laughs) Uh, uh (laughs) I'm just saying, don't don't go around corners, boss. Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) okay, okay, okay. So this uh, time, you guys, sorry, first of all, I'm just a... I promise she's changing her story. I promise because of what I said. (laughs) Now rethinking. Oh my god! So there was, I, <laughs> like, you know, just let me talk. Oh my god! So there was a time. Um, let me see where I had expectations for my friends, including Tendo, mm-hmm. and um, I expected them to be. I think to okay, we've been friends for a while. Eh, I've known mm-hmm. this guy since eh, for a long many years. Mm-hmm. over 10 15 i think over, over 15 i don't know but anyways that there's a time in that whole noise having these friends i've known for a while mm-hmm. um i expected them to like certain things i like yeah so for example even with friends um you expect them to um <laughs> oh my god there are so many stories 
no, I won't say, I won't say, I won't even say what he said, but um, there, oh my god, what, why have words gone away? He has confused you, he has confused me. Oh my Stop. god, okay, but, let but me remember talk, a fight we had. Hey, let me remember saying, a fight hmm. we had, then we go to that fight. So, oh, yeah, so it's about prioritizing versus at the time we had that fight, I think I was in S when S5. So one of the, the multiple arguments we had, I think it was about when you're young, you like, I think there's this whole, you want to be important to someone. Like in high school, people would want to like have friends yeah. and you want to be like, I guess closer to this person. Mm-hmm. Like you all, I don't know that this whole, like not really, I don't know, like they were, oh my God, how can I put it? Like Jesus said, I've actually lost. So I wanted this person to like prioritize me. Like when they're having time with their friends, I just want to have time, but we don't share friends. So it's kind of hard to share time with, to have, uh, for example, like he tend to had other friends that were not in any way connected to my friends. So mm. the only way me and Tendo could like, you know, like, talk and whatever like when he could so the only way me and him could talk is like it would just be us having our just like me and him but um yeah. so it'd be like hey man can we meet at this time blah 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 but like he's going to be with his other friends mm-hmm. so then you're like hey man like this is really mean like blah 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 and then that's a fight i know it sounds stupid now because you're no, much it's... older but these things could actually cause a lot of i know. completely understand you <laughs> so you felt like he was was tender said i used to be allergic to his friends it's just when you don't share circles i won't say clicks when you don't share circles mm-hmm. and there are few mutuals it's hard to it's hard to even how can i anyway like if you're if you're two completely different people Mm-hmm. and you somewhere somehow become friends and people people in high school will be like oh how are these two friends like this one is a lot in like this one is more interested in um maybe churchy stuff and then tendo was a cool guy tendo was a cool boy so no wonder so for you had it was like you're trying to everyone was taking him away from you is that how you felt yeah like, yeah so you feel like at a point like Everyone is taking oh him god. away, or yeah, but no, that that's a weird thing to say. Oh my god, it was just be like was chemistry. Okay, so he says the only subject we had in common was chemistry. I didn't say <laughs> a subject. I didn't say a subject. The only thing you had in common. Okay. Oh my god, Tendo, just just finish. It, it can mean two can things, right? It can mean two things, right? Mm-hmm. Do we agree that my sentence can mean two things? It can, yeah, it can. Aha, uh-huh. yeah, so that's what it means to be an artist. Yeah. Come off again. Yeah, so it's, a, I, I noticed one thing in high school was, um, like, people want this person to be, to chill with them a lot, so to hang with, to hang out with them a lot. Mm. And I think when you're young, you have that a lot. Like, if you get, like, someone who's, like, your favorite friend or person, you don't want, like, them to be with other people. But that wasn't my thing. I was more of, like, when I want to like chill with this, when I want to hang out with this specific friend, 
mm-hmm. I would want them to also want to hang out with me. Yeah. And growing up now, I realized that if your friends come from completely two different like environments or circles, you obviously um, have to give give it time to find um, common activities. Me and him now have a lot more similarities than we did back then when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Like we now both write. <coughs> we we do some public speaking. He's saying for real, no. Yes, we do. So we do more some of more public speaking. We have so many other interests now than we did when we were younger. So mm-hmm. we do. We can like, for example, now come on a podcast, so we could go live, or we could talk about music, and um, that that's now we can share this space but when we were younger and when the friendship was new there was hardly any space to share and with all that clicks and stuff in high school it's like going to be really weird so sometimes you know you wanting to sometimes when your friends want to spend when you want to spend time with your friends mm-hmm. and they can't it doesn't necessarily mean that they hate you when you want to um like move the friendship forward or even if it's a romantic relationship forward maybe the other person may not be ready mm-hmm. and um, you should just let things throw na- flow naturally and organically instead of thinking that your friends hate you or this person hates you mm-hmm. so pretty much that sums up um our friendship mm-hmm. our our friendship and um i just had to learn that you know what um my friends like just want me to be someone who who's like more chill more chill like i used to be someone who like is always the planner Very aggressive aggressive yeah. <laughs> aggressive i was yeah. aggressive emotionally but not aggressive physically sinuana sioma tendo don't spell my name <laughs> no you don't, i don't feel like i've seen karen fighting before or arguing you see you see not you physically see? yeah no of course not of course <laughs> What right. are you trying to imply? Anyways, next question, Gina. Person I, wants, person I, I, wants to expose my vulnerabilities. <laughs> I like that you've shared this, Karen, because I have been through the same things. I feel like, and I'm a very big overthinker, so like, I would overthink, and I'm like, oh, this girl doesn't like me, this person doesn't like me, they hate me, they like that person more than me, so you know what, I'm going to look for other Exactly. It's I can find like someone like better, that. someone that's going to do this thing with me because you're not giving me the time that I want, so I'm going to do something else with somebody because you want to be with the whole world, so let me find my own one friend that's going <laughs> to be with me. But I think it's important, like you said, we have to um, let people know what we expect out of these relationships. Like tell them, okay, I want to hang out with you at this time because people who are extroverts, and I feel like Tendo is an extrovert. So people who are extroverts, most times do not get, um, they don't get it. Like they don't realize what they are doing and it's not like they're doing it intentionally. And for you, if you're an introvert, you don't, um, you feel like, oh, this person is my friend and they're doing this intentionally. So sometimes extroverts do not realize that they are doing certain things i also feel like personally i have gone from a stage of being an introvert to well i'm an ambivert right now but sort of an extrovert so sometimes people come and tell me you don't talk to me these days or you're doing this and i'm like oops i'm so sorry i mean you you have different friends so you need to um it's important to realize in whatever relationship you're in you need to give certain things to that relationship if it's um, the way you talk to this person, it has to be different from the way you talk to your other friends and all that stuff. So I do like that you have shared that, Karen. 
Um, let me open my phone and look for the next question. So the next question is, um, what things are you practicing in your current relationship? If you are single, if you are dating somebody, if you have um, friends, your best friends, whoever it is, um, what current things are you practicing um, that have made your friendships or whatever it is stronger? Um, Karen, you can go first. So when 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 my my close when my inner circle the real ones the green star on ig don't call me often i don't say they hate me so when tendo doesn't call me as often i don't say he hates me anymore i just think he's busy <laughs> Wait, yeah that, that is what did you say the green star the green star on ig because no, no, i'm on the green star but i don't know if i'm like you know like do you feel like yeah so when you guys don't call me i don't say you hate me <laughs> I just <laughs> honestly i had to outgrow that for real like when i used to see people not calling me like how it goes by mm-hmm. the green star hasn't called me the green star hasn't called me i stopped being like what's a green hey, star attendo you know private ig story man like the green star like ig has just, a, oh you mean like close friends eh? yeah, yeah close friends yeah the green oh, no, star i don't do those things i don't do those things because <laughs> Oh, wait, I actually do. I actually have a close friends list, but I just never post there. Yeah, you like do it once in a while. So yeah, that's unless I'm posting like some eh, I don't even know what I would post there that I want to be hiding when my page is already public. Sorry, never go on. Yeah, so <clears throat> I, I honestly had to. That's one of the ways I've grown up. Like if like people, you know, that mean a lot to me don't call me like every other day or every week i saw being like they hit me mm-hmm. that's one of the ways i've grown up some part of myself this is a grown-up version <laughs> you are getting yeah. and um i no longer you know over conclude i always tell myself thoughts are just that they're not facts mm-hmm. and that will help you really facts. stop cutting off people like recklessly like it will help you stop spiraling especially if you're an overthinker mm-hmm. like thoughts are just are just thoughts. They're I think not- wants to add into what you said. Who, me? Yeah. Oh, you're clapping. Sorry. <laughs> I thought no Oh, happened. yeah. I wanted to see if that works. I can't even see the clapping on my side. Oh, my God. Okay. Karen, go ahead. Sorry for cutting you off. Go ahead. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Number one, thoughts are just that. They're not facts. And number two, like, we're adults now. It gets busy and... um it doesn't mean people hate you, honestly speaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also find like things to keep yourself occupied so that you're not waiting for your friends to call you to keep you busy. Right. Yeah. But still, Loki, Loki, you yeah. should find me right? like, on I Sunday so. afternoons. Yeah. Like Loki, <laughs> Loki, like Loki. I'm just putting it in there. Thank you. Okay. Kendo, can you share like some things you are practicing in your current relationships that? Um, are making it stronger or have made it stronger? Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, uh, I, I'm, I'm really big on communication. Mm-hmm. Like if it means uh, I, I, I can't make it today or I'm feeling a bit, you know, sometimes people get offended mm-hmm. when you make plans and then you, you ghost yeah. Many, I think it's normal. You make plans and you ghost. But there are times uh, some people don't understand why you're ghosting. 
and you know but that's something i'm trying to you know know that i ghost mob but probably i do but it's like um, i'm working on it in the sense that if for any reason i change my mind last minute i will just have to tell you why like either i'm not feeling it sometimes you can even be broke you know yeah, yeah. and probably you're expecting some man you're going to see your homie and then man you get disappointed the money doesn't come through but you're not going to tell your friend man damn i'm broke i can't come mm-hmm. so sometimes it's usually better to just explain the situation as it is mm-hmm. and you know just yeah basically putting putting out there what i would in most times just hold on to and you know that usually would haunt me or like i would feel bad if <clears throat> if for some reason you just imagine man this guy didn't want to come or this guy didn't want to do this or you know so I'd prefer if i explain if i give you like you know the facts straight up because sometimes it, it also helps because you never know someone could have been in a position to help you out of whatever you were thinking yeah. or feeling or whatever was stopping you from you know yeah from hanging or from like helping out or reaching out yeah basically hmm. yeah I, i like that i think as young people it's important for us to be understanding our friends because it depends on your friend situation if they're working then school sometimes it's not you know it's not easy so we just have to be understanding especially if you're really good friends and sometimes people need a mental you know mental health break like sometimes you're so excited to go out you're like oh i'm so excited i can't wait to go out you dress up and then you're like an hour before it's time to go out you're like mm, i don't feel like you know something is not right i'm not you don't feel it anymore so i like that and yeah. Karen, what you also said also makes a lot of sense do not overthink your thoughts are not facts i used to be that type of person if you're overthinking i think the best way to approach it for you to go to this person and just let them know i was also in a situation like that where i was overthinking i was like this person doesn't like me this person hates me this person is speaking this other person over me and until like after like six months i went to them and i poured everything out and the person was like oh my god i did not know that you know you felt this way all these things you're feeling you should have told me because i was also in a different situation you know so you just have to create that room of understanding through communication obviously um so now we're going to go to the other half of this um conversation which is going to be on um, on communication in the workplace and because tend to know in Uganda and you have experience um in the business uh, business industry or in the workplace industry can you please tell me how i don't know i'm trying to, i know it's very hard because i also work with with people in Uganda so it's very hard for me but i just want to uh i want you to share with us like how is how does the communication work there is it good um how do you feel about it um yeah just share with us that like how do you feel about it and then i'll ask you the next question can i sorry it's me yes right. yeah okay um you know in Uganda it's there's many places that you go to whereby your word doesn't matter right mm-hmm. or your word doesn't matter as a as someone who doesn't have a high position mm-hmm. 
there are many places whereby, and I'm talking for cases in Uganda, whereby the manager is the manager or like the manager or like the, he's the king, he or she is the king, the CEO, the decision maker, chief whip you get. Yeah. So it's like you're at a point whereby um, if this is not a nice person, they hog their office to the point whereby you can't tell them nothing. Mm-hmm. You can't adjust anything. If you're trying to, you know, bring up, I have a, a like a short story. My friend, mm-hmm. my friend was trying to, my colleague, he was trying to like get a, a bigger job somewhere. Yeah. Basically, they were going to make him regional manager, like in Gulu. Mm-hmm. The regional manager of like the banks in the in that good like northern region. But um, because he was a guy from Kampala the guys that side were kind of like, ah, not this Kampala man. So the, the manager that was there was like trying to, you know, any ideas he would bring, they tried to shut them down anywhere simply because he was a small guy. But this this manager didn't know that the guy he's talking to is going to be the next regional manager. Mm-hmm. So eventually when this guy was bounced, he sees some other guy taking over his position. And now you're, now this wow. guy who you didn't want to talk to is your boss you dig so i've i've worked in other places like i worked in canada where it's kind of like <clears throat> managers are so nice yeah unless unless you're really working in a i don't know maybe if people are racist but you'll find a nice manager someone who wants to listen to you listen to your ideas and it's it's a refreshing thing as compared to many cases here where you're you'll be treated as your position dictates if you're if you're an intern you will know you're an intern because you may not even be able to speak to managers or to bring your ideas into play they'll just you know it's very very bureaucratic sometimes also I know. I, I think another thing that I've Sorry, said... Well, I don't even know what the question was, but, but yeah. You, you, I was just asking you to share how you um, share about the business or the work industry in Uganda and how like the communication works there, but you have shared. You have definitely shared. And the next question I was going to ask you is um, a time you feel like you had conflict because of poor communication like in your workplace. Have you worked in Uganda? Yeah, yeah, um, hmm. conflict. Okay, honestly, either these people just liked me too much, mm. or there was never really like a conflict. What would be what would happen is okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> never, 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 please. Eh? Anyway, what would happen? It, it's like, say, I would make a if I made a mistake. Mm especially in the times when I was a bit newer, when like in my first month, sometimes I would make a mistake and I would be afraid to, you know, expose the fact that I made a mistake. But what would so happen was, you know, when you're trying so hard to do good that you don't want to disappoint anyone. Yes. So what would happen is uh, the kind of work I was doing, I was um, doing, I was handling after sales for a, what do they call this? Uh, car distributor. What what would you call it? Like a car bond, eh? Nissan. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. I was working for Nissan, and uh, I was doing after sales. So basically, what after sales does, we handle everything from as soon as you've got the car, mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Now, if it's like your car needs servicing, it needs new parts, it needs all that kind of shit. So I would, I would do like the. Sometimes I'll, they would have me doing invoices, like tax invoicing for people who have done so and so and so. So you have like an invoice with like, I don't know, sometimes it's one part that the person purchased. It can be 30 different parts that a person has purchased and you have to put all that info in. Literally, you type it in mm-hmm. with, um, you, are, you calculate the tax because the, the invoice comes with the price, but it doesn't have VAT on it. Yeah. So then you calculate, you put the VAT, which was like um, one, it's 18%. So mm-hmm. it's like 1.18. Yeah. So you'd have that, you calculate, you do all, you release invoices, you, um, you're, cal- you're keeping inventory, like stock count, you check the inventory that they have, what has been used, what, what's left. Anyway, it was a lot of that. So Sometimes you'd make a mistake and you just hope it drowns, mm-hmm. you know, and no one gets to see. But there are times they would sit and be like, yo, Mantendo, no, 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 you can't. If you make a mistake, just look for us, tell us, and we correct it before it's too late. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, mm-hmm. basically it was also down to communication. I was just afraid to, you know, say that I made a mistake. But eventually I realized the faster it is identified and rectified, the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yours hasn't been that hard. I feel like other people, you, you like ten. I mean, current sage who are that's your superpowers. So you haven't like faced it, like you know, serious, like felt it. Like, even though, even if I go where, don't threaten <laughs> me. People, people will be nice. That, that's good. That's good because I feel like other people have it really, really different. Um, and I think another issue I see is because of. Because Uganda is obviously a third world country, there's a lot of tribalism and there's a lot of competition and all that stuff. Like you said with your friend, he wasn't able to go get that job. You also need connections in Uganda because of connections, that's how you get your jobs and all that stuff. So if this guy probably had a friend that was working in that um, the place that you said, which I forgot, I'm sorry, but was working in that place, uh, had a friend working in that place, he probably would have gotten that job, but because he has no connections to anyone in Google, then it's definitely hard for him. So um, I think an issue with Ugandans um, that is there for some people, and some people don't really get it, is um, tribalism that affects people's um, job opportunities, affects their education and everything else. But okay, thank you for sharing. Karen, do you want to share? The time experience. Yes, definitely, because I've had it rough. I've had it rough. <laughs> okay. Yes. So um, as I as I was saying in the chat, I, I, I do believe, like I know one of Tender's superpowers is being like this boy is like almost like by eight percent of the population <laughs> where wherever he goes, I think ninety. Well they have the I was, I was racially <laughs> I was racially attacked in Canada. That FYI. was like only one time. Yeah, I told you the nice thing. <laughs> that was like thank you, thank time. you for showing some concern, Gina. I, I can briefly <laughs> tell you what happened. I, I want briefly. to know. So here we are, we are cooling, right? I'm, I'm with my friend, Glenn, mm-hmm. my other friend, Nigel. Nigel is from Zimbabwe, Glenn and Ethel are Ugandans. Mm-hmm. So we are cooling. I tell them, yo, guys, let's go downtown. This mm-hmm. is like in the night time. There's a there's a park downtown. But what's what's crazy for us downtown is um where most of the gangs are. 
mm-hmm. towards the north and the north is less and less occupied because it leads to the forest and those northern territories that are too cold for people to be there anyway so we're downtown we go to this park and um the plan was to go and shoot a small to shoot some visuals for a song i had done called the man mm-hmm. and the man it has this night vibe i'm talking about a girl meeting her first night she's telling me she'll be loyal but i have no time to do all that the shit i want to do for her Anyway, so we're downtown, we're shooting, we're in a park. <clears throat> so uh, these youths, they were about maybe three or four. They looked young. Maybe if they were old, they were 16, 17. Mm-hmm. About three girls and one boy. They pass by us in the park, right? Yeah. And they ask, hi, do you guys have any smokes? Mm-hmm. And me, I know smokes are cigarettes. We didn't have cigarettes. That's we had bake. Hmm? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, uh, no, we don't have any cigarettes. They storm off, they walk away. And I hear them I hear them saying, one of them said, the girl who was at the front, and she's like, I told you they were good for nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm. I, I ignore. So they walk, they keep walking, and they keep saying those things like, damn, good for nothing, mm-hmm. niggas, blah, blah, blah. Wow. So I'm like, bruh, like, like what, what? Anyway, we ignore, we keep shooting. And then they reached a distance, like maybe... 200 meters away mm-hmm. actually that's a bit for like a, yeah maybe 200 star. <clears throat> and now they start shouting from a distance you niggers blah 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 they're like shouting niggers niggers <laughs> niggers they start spelling it out like n-i-r-n-i-g-g-e-r-s they start shouting oh my so God. i'm like you know what eh? let me instigate these guys a bit i pull out my back and we light it we start baking we're chilling 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 Mm-hmm. Then guess what? One of them starts shouting, man. She starts like uh like making it seem like um we're trying to fight them. Yeah. So she's like, huh? You're trying to prove a point, like what are you guys doing? You know, mm-hmm. you guys think you're better than us, blah, blah, blah. So they start walking towards us aggressively. Mm-hmm. One of my friends says, Man, ah, let's just walk away. So we're walking away, and these guys start running. So you know when you're like trotting and you think, man, ah, this is all jokes. Let's get like to a safe distance. Then we can like slow down and chill. Yo, these guys kept chasing (laughs) us and now they get closer until we realize that these guys had knives. Not even like this small knife, not even a table knife. It was like those big, maybe 10 inch knives, those nice big stainless steel knives. And we're like, damn what the heck and now we start running you know running where with this girl she's called ethel ethel is like tired she's like man you guys i can't run anymore blah 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 we're like man me and my boy glenn we're like staying behind like closer to her standing Mm -hmm. behind the middle like we're telling her don't worry you're safe blah 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 so we're trying to run we reach a parking lot and i think that okay cool you see these guys are going to see some other people, then they chill us. Mm-hmm. Bruh, I even warned a couple that we found making out. These were like, you know, Asian, not Asian, like also Canadian looking people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, there's some guys chasing us. They have knives. Be careful. Mm-hmm. Bro, these guys literally just ran past the couple and they kept chasing are us. They reached a car. Oh reached God. a car with like a white guy standing outside and a black guy was on the inside so we reached the white guy I tell the white guy man see what your people are doing we did mm-hmm. nothing and they're chasing us with knives these girls like they come they start banging the car they're like how oh, you want to fight 
you want to fight, man, we'll go right now, right now. Do you know like how it is in like Tom and Jerry when yeah. like Tom is chasing Jerry around a, a car and they keep going and going, bro, we went, we went around that car like three times. Oh my God. And they're chasing us. This man is literally just standing next to his door. He looks so shocked, like what's going on? So we see these guys are not doing anything to help us. We run to like another side of the parking lot. We find a, a Asian woman. So we're banging on her car, like, please help us. These guys are trying to kill us. Bro, these guys caught up. They started hitting her car with knives. Oh, my God. She sped off. So now at some point, because <laughs> uh, I just told, while we were running, I told my boy, he had my phone. I'm like, you know, just record this. So I have a point in a video when, you know, he's like one-on-one with that girl. Mm-hmm. But then he realizes that this girl has a knife. So he picks the phone up again and starts running. So we, we, we started running like towards a direction, like uh, out of the park. Yeah. And that's when we reached like some traffic lights. And we looked at, at them at a distance and they were like fighting off like with another car, like banging on another car, telling us not to come back, blah, 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 blah. So eventually the white guy was standing outside his car with a black guy inside. Mm-hmm. They eventually came around to the traffic lights. Yeah. And they're like, yo, man, are you guys okay? We're like, bro. They just took us to the police station. But the funny thing was our car was parked like inside the park. Mm-hmm. So we had to go back. We reached the police and they're like, bro, you guys, we tell them our story. Then they're like, okay, we're going to, you know, have that area checked, blah, blah, blah. Then they asked us, do you guys want to press charges? Ah, By then we're like, we told them we just need to go back to our Mm -hmm. car. We asked them for a ride. The guy said, nah, sorry, we can't do that. (laughs) So we took a cab. We Uh went to the park and we got our car and we dipped. We're like, nah, fam. And this was like maybe 11 p.m. Oh, my God. Was it winter? Yeah. No, actually, it was probably August. Oh, okay. So it wasn't that cold. Okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, that's yeah, so like June, scary. Probably. Jeez. What, yeah. what part of Canada is that? That's uh, Manitoba in Winnipeg. Oh, my God. That's like the deadliest place to stay. Jeez. Yeah. Oh my god! I'm so sorry. Yeah, we made it out the that. hood, though. Oh my god! No, it's, it's all good. We made it out safe. Yeah. No scratches. No one was injured. Just slightly traumatized. That is so. so we made it. We thank God, though. I know. But yeah, that is that. I. Oh, that is very. It kept getting intense every second. Like every time you keep going forward, <laughs> I like maybe they're going to have something. So I'm, I'm good at. I'm good at storytelling. Then. I was like, oh, Karen, you want to say something? Yes, again, yeah. Sorry, what? Don't cry, no, I'm safe. <laughs> this, this guy, <laughs> like, I've, just, I've lost gas. You know what? I've lost gas. Like, oh, minutes, oh my God. All I can say is that, um, yes, I was very relieved when I heard that he was fine. He sent me uh, the video a couple of days later. Mm-hmm. And um, all I can say is that, Whatever part of the world you're in, you have to understand that people take things differently. And yes, I have heard that, you know, the kinds of people that stay in places, in some places in Winnipeg, they can be more violent, uh, depending on where you are in Canada. Like even in Uganda, some places you can find maybe more violent people. So you have to, um, communication changes from place to place. But Manitoba so, was like more... 
homicides and all those violent crimes. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yeah, so yeah, we survived. Yeah, you survived it. <laughs> you really survived. But if you are going back, I would say that don't bring out the instigator in you. Because some some people, like once you show them that AI can also fight or like you react to what they're trying to make you react to, then you started a whole fight. Yeah. But um, yeah, like as as really really to hear that it's fine definitely, and that that was very scary. Like it made me when I'm on the bus, um, I just I don't even look at people anymore. Like I don't even want to talk just to people because yeah, I just mind my business more because someone can think you want to fight them because they're intoxicated. Those guys are probably intoxicated like no those are those guys were definitely like on on like crystal meth or something yeah those had drugs so it's really sad but yeah okay not to digress okay not to digress sorry 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 um yeah karen share one just one of your many conflicts at work um okay one of my Okay, one, the one I had recently was, um, okay, this is when recently, I'm yeah, yeah, the most recent one. This was where after um, I no longer felt like even expressing myself to people. These days, I just keep quiet and ghost. So my supervisor at work, my, not my supervisor, sorry, so a team leader at work, um, I'll be open about this because I know it's most even as going to listen to this. So mm-hmm. like it's not going to end up with <laughs> you guys. Oh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, so my a team leader at work, my former team leader, because I asked for a switch, um, she came into a, a coaching session. And um before I'm very some people say I'm very intuitive, so that means like you know, I have mob feelings. I get emotional, things like that. I don't think I'm too sensitive. I just think I like communication a lot. I just think I like listening to how I feel and responding to that and understanding myself. So when someone comes into a conversation, sorry, into a meeting over Teams, so Microsoft Teams, it's like Zoom. I expect it to be like, hey, Karen, how are you? I say you are there. one Saturday, are you okay? I remember you were sick. Is that is the has the has the cold subsided or whatever? Because we are in a COVID period, so there's been so much going on with a couple of us. Like the time I had uh, symptoms for three weeks, mm-hmm. um, there was just a cold. Probably I don't know because I honestly didn't test like to see if I was COVID positive. But no, I had you, my you had COVID. You had COVID. <laughs> you had COVID. Okay. 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 Anyways, I had tests and I had smells heading to the point of testing, but I expected her to come in and check on me. Yeah. But she just went straight. She didn't even say, how are you? She just came in and she was like, why is your performance like this? Mm-hmm. Tell me why this is like this. Mm-hmm. Um, seriously, like with a dead tone, she's like, why, is it, why aren't your calls nice? Uh, why, are your, why, why are your scores not nice? Because we get audited. Why are your scores not nice? What are you going to do about it? Like her tone was like dead like that yeah and i'm like damn and that's your manager yeah she was very sensitive a team leader so the the like this team leader then supervisor then manager Mm -hmm. so 
me, I'm just like below, I'm below the team leader. So not below, but I answer to the team leader, team leader answers, answers to supervisors, supervisor answers, answers to manager. Mm-hmm. So there's different team leaders, but there's one supervisor and one manager. So yeah, she was very sensitive. And I knew I had made progress because I'm new at this job, but she like didn't even mention the progress. She didn't thank me for being there. I keep time. I am... Um, I've been making a lot of progress. Like you can see, if you watch me, I've been communicating. Like I'm really trying, but this person yeah. just kept straightening, no greeting, no nothing. Hi, so why is it this? Uh, uh, I'm like, damn. And I could feel the attitude. And from the very beginning, I had felt like she's not, like there's something off about her. But because mm-hmm. I wasn't in direct contact with her, I was like, maybe I'm overthinking. Let me not judge her like straight up. Mm-hmm. So when I noticed that, like I felt so bad. I mean, like once... I get bad vibes, bad energy. I can't work well. I can't function well at work. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like that. Maybe I'm now too Canadianized. I don't know, but I just mm-hmm. don't like bad vibes. Oh my God, I repel bad vibes. So like, I I just couldn't work, mm-hmm. you know? Still in a children, but I just couldn't work. I'm being honest, by the way. See children, like, you, you know when someone... <laughs> You're definitely you know when. Canadian. You know, when like someone, you come to work and it's like you've been putting in so much effort for these people and it's like you're just being, yeah. like all that effort was nothing. Your efforts are not recognized. I know this affects every human being everywhere. I know when you tell me anyone, it's fine. Whether they're Chinese or Indian or like Russian, they're fine if you go to work and oh, your, your efforts are not recognized. That's not okay. No human being should go yeah, to I'm, that. I'm, I'm so I, t- I told I told the supervisor, no, I, I first talked to my mom, obviously. Then she's like, just talk to the supervisor. So I talked to the supervisor. Then she's like, oh, thank you so much for reaching out to me. I told you anytime you have any issue, don't be afraid to, you know, echo it because we are all learning. So just tell me how I can help you. Thank you for telling me. I'm so sorry that happened. I'll make sure it doesn't happen again. And trust me, she made sure it doesn't happen again. I don't know what she told her. All I know that next meeting, this to me that's being super sweet i'm like eh. wow so yeah like <laughs> i learned that you have to fight your battles where well, i haven't yeah. tweeted it let me read my some of my like one tweet of mine <laughs> i saw your <laughs> story you had like i don't even know eight dots i was like what has happened to Karen today yeah she was really but that's true. I feel like sometimes, especially in this country, like in Uganda, I feel like you can't fight your battles. Sometimes you just have to keep fight. But in Canada, you have to learn to fight your battles because there's certain workplaces that are going to step on you. And I also was like that, like, where was I? I was working at this retirement home and this, um, we, the manager had gone and then they were trying to bring somebody else in and she was being so bossy. And for me, I'm usually like, okay, I'll do, okay, because I'm so used to the Ugandan way of not saying, you know, you just do everything. You just keep quiet. You don't speak up for yourself. But then the reason mm-hmm. why I was like, you know what? I'm sorry, I'm going to cast, but fuck you. I am tired of you doing this to me. I am tired. I'm honestly tired because she would be so bossy. And then I would hear her saying stuff about me. And I'm like, no, I was honestly frustrated. And I just stood up to her and she stopped stepping on me. So I think it's very important to, you know, do that and learn to fight your matches it depends on where you're like you know it depends on the situation or the person you're working with because sometimes you can easily lose your job or whatever it is you can just like 
completely break relationships. It was actually a tweet about um, it it was it was mostly about learning fight your battles the right way. Like every successful person yeah. has to learn how to fight their battles the right way and choose the battles to fight. If this was like a fellow agent yeah. who's rude and bossy, mm-hmm. I would just like a fellow, cause it's agent TL's father's manager. So if it was a fellow agent being rude and bossy, I may just ignore them because I don't have to be in close contact with them. But mm-hmm. this is someone I consistently have to talk to. This is someone I answer to because yeah. they may have a bias against me. I cannot sit down and they're going to give me really bad marks because they mm. think they can treat me anyhow. And then I eventually lose my job. So I was like, hell no. But instead of showing, so one hell smart no. thing I didn't, I didn't show that team lead. One smart thing I did, I didn't show that team leader that I'm pissed at her. I was being very nice. Mm-hmm. So that was, I, I applied some mm-hmm. tactics. Hmm? So oh. after applying those tactics, I was like, now let me go to the supervisor and tell her. Uh, <laughs> I won't see anything coming. Then when it hits her, <laughs> so you, you just have to be very smart. Like, I was just like, God, God, give me wisdom on how to handle this situation. I'm yeah. like, let me handle this silently and swiftly. Yeah. But yeah, like you, you, also, you also don't get to like fight all your battles because when the bigger battles come, you won't have energy to fight them if yes. you've been fighting all yes. battles. So these days I learned how to ghost a lot of things and a lot of people. Mm-hmm. If I see that, honestly, I've tried and tried and this is taking my energy mm-hmm. and I'm not being developmental in the important areas of my life. Yeah. Those ones, I just mm-hmm. leave them. I focus on that. Mm-hmm. So instead of trying, I used to be very vocal. I'm vocal about the small things, the big things, the medium things. Now I'm only vocal. I still not too vocal about the important things. So instead of being vocal, you can just send an email. Like instead of telling this person, why are you doing this, why are you doing that? Just send an email to a boss. Yeah. Then they'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that that's that's how I've been able to maneuver. I like mm. that. I like that. Nice. I think that what you said, um, sometimes you just have to, there are certain battles that you have to fight and some you just have to sit them out because you sometimes you just you just fighting because you just want to fight like it's not important but you just want to fight but i think it's important for us to realize that there are certain battles that you have to sit out just that that person who wants to fight think they have won but at the same time you have won by just maybe keeping quiet or you just like not giving them your attention i think that's very um important karen you want to say something go ahead yeah, actually, learned that from Tendo. So he used to say that you don't have no, to. But it's actually to, okay to interrupt. You don't have to yeah, you can yeah, just interrupt. Yeah, just interrupt. <laughs> it's more polite, please. <laughs> so as I was saying, I learned that thing from Tendo. He used to be like, you know, you don't have to react to everything. You don't have to react to everything. So it kind of became a part of me. Like these days, I don't react to a lot of stuff unless it's important so i first assess the importance of that then i react mm-hmm. yes i was going to give as i just want to give him a shout out no oh thank that's tend on me right not kasoma tend on yeah oh okay okay yeah that's me actually she's talking about me oh, i've played a, a pretty big role in nava's life <laughs> guys and in shaping and and you guys are moving I'm, I'm out bye okay <laughs> just just let's finish let's fi- okay i'm finishing <clears throat> okay yeah the number you see today yeah, yeah is a, a product of lots of hard work and effort from not just uh one person but a whole community 
mm. as is a reflection of the two other people on the call. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that, <laughs> Karen, that's just a... a, a mm-hmm. Karen, can you say something about what you said? Do you agree? <laughs> no comment. I have oh, no, no comment. comment. Oh, no comment. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so she, she approves this message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I think what you said, Karen, um, again, reflecting on what you said, um, I think it's very important for us to pick what we want to, what battles we want to fight, especially in the workplace. Um, and as we conclude with this podcast, um, I hope you guys have been able to, the listeners, I hope you've been able to take something out of what we've discussed. I feel like some things have taken out of these discussions is us taking note in terms of relationships, us just taking note of the things that our partners or our friends like taking note of those things and sort of putting them into practice because you don't want to just be sitting there and be like, oh, I'm going to do this at this time. I'll do it only on a special holiday or I'll do this like, you know, when I feel like you don't want to do that. You want to be consistent. And I think consistency is very important for your relationship also. Um, and another thing that Karen also said is choosing battles. Like, I think that is very important. That is something that I also do these days. I used to be that type of person who has, if somebody says, Give me, uh, leaves a comment on something on my Instagram or somebody comments on a status and it's very disrespectful and it's rude. I'm like, I'm going to fight you. These days, I'll ghost you. I don't have time. I'm going to be fighting you. If you want to come with your um, rudeness or your disrespect, I don't have time for that because I am old. Okay, I'm not old, but I'm very busy. <laughs> so I don't have time for these things. I am not going to be responding to your messages. So I think I've really enjoyed this conversation. I don't know what you guys think. Eh, man, yeah. And also, you know, being occupied, man, Toronto is expensive. All the nice pics you see, eh, like, takes a lot of hours of work. My, some of my friends are shocked that I actually do nine-hour shifts, eight-hour shifts, sample 10-hour shifts, 12-hour shifts. After a 12-hour shift, I can't even fight you. I promise. Karen, you've not suffered in Canada. Karen, you've not suffered. Oh, remember how I used to work 12-hour shifts? Ah, oh, People work. By the time you're done, someone also comes and puts a lousy comment on your feet. Right? You're like, and you're, oh, like oh, them. It's okay. I don't have time for that. I don't have time. As long as the money is coming in my account, that's the only thing that matters. Your comment is very irrelevant the, to me. The zeros, the yeah. dollars. That's so. I'm like, ah, ah, it's okay. Yeah, but you also talk like that. But what are the zeros? What commas? What? <laughs> Who spoiled you? Karen is so Canadian. I feel like Karen is super Canadian. Like, you're more Canadian than me. The zeros. <laughs> the dollars. Dollar. I'm not I'm not super Canadian. I'm just like very Toronto. You literally said like, you've been Canadianized. You, you, I promise no, there's some things that. that I feel like have been and Canadianized good thing, good in me. Good we've been recorded today. So... You, there's definitely a lot it's of proof. that are Canadianized about you. I think that there's a lot more than me, but it's okay. It's good. You still have a Ugandan part of you, so that's good. Um, but guys, thank you for listening to the podcast. If you have reached till this part of the podcast, please do share with your friends and your family and whoever you feel needs to listen to this. If they have been having conflicts in their relationship, whether it's with friends, whether it's at work, whatever situation it is. 
and you've listened and you think this is going to be helpful, please do share. And it's available on all, not all, I'm lying, sorry, not all listening platforms, but it's available <laughs> on Spotify, Apple Music, sorry, not Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, um, what else, Breaker, Anchor, and other um, platforms. You can just search us up. Uh, we'll try and put them on other platforms, but for now, we're going to stick to like that six main ones that we have right now and i will talk to you guys while you listen to my voice again in the next podcast bye for now oh karen has something to say sorry not bye karen has, karen we told you to interrupt just interrupt <laughs> just put your hand up. sorry so one last thing i have to say is that um this is one last thing i want everyone to take home that even the people you see looking like super nice mm-hmm. on social media like especially ig like people who you see even in on the streets in class looking super nice, going to cafe, seri, what, what, bichi, bichi, javas. Like everyone is struggling with something in their life. Yeah. Like here, because I think mental health is taken, I think here it's taken like more seriously from what I remember. Sure. Um, so I stay in Toronto, uh, same as Gina, like in Toronto versus Toronto. when we stay in Kampala. I stay in Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. Uh, versus Kampala here, mental health is taken way more seriously. And people like will say, my friend, look at how she looks. She's a very nice girl. Can you believe she committed suicide or she did? So that's mm-hmm. overdose. And this mm-hmm. girl was fly, like fly. She looked so flawless outside. But whatever she was going, whatever was going on inside, you could never imagine. And I'm sure there are girls who would like admire such girls. And they're like, I want to, I'm working out to be like this girl. I'm working out to have her body. I'm working hard to buy her shoes. I'm, I'm, I'm buying this perfume to be like her. But all these girls, all these men, they're going through so much. Mm-hmm. So never feel less when you never feel less. I never feel like your problems are shaming. Trust me, whatever you're going through, mm-hmm. every people have gone through it. You may not know that people, they may not be in your circle, but everyone has gone through struggle. And um it just teaches you a lot about you. Like, talk to people. Don't be afraid to talk to people. Like, um, people you trust. Of course, just speak someone you, you trust. Like, someone you, you've really, really known and trusted, like, for a while. Like, not just the, you know, not just everyone, obviously. You wouldn't want your business to be out there. But mm-hmm. I always pray for insight. Like, talk to God and also find someone to talk to. Like, because in this world, we live with people. You have to talk about it. You have to admit that I'm struggling with this problem. So that's all I wanted to say. Like, don't compare your life to people. Everyone struggles, trust me. Even Mm. everyone, trust me. Mm. Even Papati struggles. Yeah. With what? (laughs) Papati, do you have any last words? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. They won't be my last words, but they'll be today's last words. Um, Man, that sounds (laughs) deep. Uh, Basically, as as Karen said, you know, everyone has problems. Everyone's going through. Never look at someone's something and you just wish you're the one in that position mm-hmm. because you don't know what, what, uh, what they've chosen to portray and what they've chosen to hide. Mm-hmm. And also, just as as we grow, I think it's important to focus a lot on the things that we want that the things we want to keep within ourselves so if you think if you think you're a good guy and you you deserve a good life you deserve a you know a nice monogamous marriage and family 
let that be your aim let that be something you work towards if you think you are you know you're a good babe and you deserve some some you know nice clothes nice mm-hmm. life you deserve you know work work towards it and position yourself to receive position yourself to be in those spaces where those things are being given to us or you understand this kind of like don't 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 pray for don't work for something that you're not positioning yourself for i mean don't yeah don't ask for something that you're not positioning yourself for and by positioning it means you have to work for it so you can't be hoping for stability and mental health when you're sleeping around and doing drugs Mm -hmm. if i may just be blunt yeah. yeah, you can't hope for stability and mental health when that's not what you're positioning yourself for. Mm-hmm. You can't hope for peace when you're the drama queen or you're the person that likes drama, mm-hmm. you know. So it's all about preparation and positioning. Those two things always have to, to move hand in hand. You have to prepare, but you also have to position yourself. Mm-hmm. If you don't position, you'll just be preparing for nothing. And if you don't prepare, you'll be in position, but you you won't get anything. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, yeah, it's kind of like if you if you play in your backyard all the time, but when it's time for you to be on the team, you get scared. You're like, no, 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 no. So that means you you prepare without positioning. Yeah. Someone who positions, you find your way on the team. Maybe your friend is the captain. But you never prepare. So those two things always have to move hand in hand. I think those would be my words for today. Wow. Preparation and positioning. Mm-hmm. But ah, I feel like what your last words were very encouraging. And I'm probably going to ask Karen to invite you again to a podcast because. Definitely, definitely. I'm always available. Perfect, perfect. Well, it was very nice um, having you guys. And I hope you're. Well, I think it's it must be like midnight in Uganda. What time is it? It's probably night. It's eleven or six. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I hope yeah. you have a good night and Karen, I hope the rest of your family day um goes good and I'll talk to you later. Okay.